<laughs> What's up, everybody? Uh, glad you're joining us for another tug of more. That's right. Just a conversation between two friends about how God has called us to something big. Wait, since I was like 10, I was like, God has something big yeah. that he wants me to do in my life. No, right. I knew that always where I was and where I was going were like, there was a far distance between, but I was getting there. And so we're gating friends, people getting on our tug team from really all over the country. Yeah. Uh, all over the world. Okay. All Tug of War is international of people engaging as we're learning together about how to not just stay satisfied and comfortable with where we are, but to step into more. Into the fight, into the struggle, into the tension and tug together. And man, it's not always easy. Sometimes it's hard. Yeah. Sometimes it's exhausting, but it's always fun. I would not trade uh, the tug into more for anything else. No. I much rather would have to deal with the problems, the difficulties, the heaviness of like stepping to new things than just being stagnant. Right. That's not fun. Or stuck. No. Or stank. Or mildewy and moldy and gross. We went to a staff lunch today with our team. Yep. And the restaurant smelled like the inside of a porta potty. What in the world? It's one of my favorite places in town. I was so excited when it came to town. And yet the last two times now that we've been there, we've been like, what is happening? You know why? They don't care. Nobody that, cares. There's no vision. There's no urgency. <laughs> They're like, we're just going to keep selling tacos and it doesn't smell. Matter you know they smell here. it every day. No, because you know, you go nose blind. But they know, you know, they smell it when they walk in the door. That's true. They just get complacent. They're just smelling it all day long. They you know why? I think that that restaurant keeps smelling bad because they're just so focused on making the tacos for the day that nobody takes the time to deal with the bigger overarching issue. It's true. This is something we talk about all the time. In fact, this last week we've been talking about it a lot, that you can't just work in your organization. You also have to work on it. You can't just work in it. You've got to work on it. You can't, it just, right? you can't just make tacos. you got to plunge that toilet. toilet. <laughs> That's good. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> That's where the cut will be. Da -da -da, and the rolling plays, it'll be so perfect. <laughs> Two minutes, 20 seconds. Sorry, Easton. Uh, no, it's good because, uh, so I said it right, because normally I say it wrong. Yeah, you'd be saying it backwards, upside down, crooked all the why time. Why do I do that? You, in any in organization, it, down any, inside of it, you have to nuts and bolts. You have to work in your organization. Yes. And you have to work on your organization. But what happens is, is we're not in control of our schedule, we're not in control of our calendar, our days get away from us, and we only spend time working in it. So let's define the yeah. two. No, right, so in it is your day-to-day, -day, Yeah. your nuts and bolts, what's happening this week, what's happening in the calendar, what's your monthly goal, depending on what it is. What's the immediate? Yeah, maybe it's what you sell, like you said, they yeah. sell tacos, yeah. we sell uh, Sunday morning services. Yeah. And so like whatever it is you're doing, uh, that's your, that's your, see, I can't do it, in it. That's your in, in it. it. And so it can be really easy to be super focused on the immediate. Yeah. We can literally, uh, I, so as a pastor, we're pastors. Yeah. That's like our leadership context. I could spend my entire life, 70 hours a week, only writing sermons, meeting with staff, Going developing, with people. meeting with people, yeah. handling tragedy in people's lives, doing right. weddings, kissing babies. Right. I could spend all of my time in it. Yep. But if I if I don't take the step to pause the in it and 
get on top of it. Right. So when you're working on your organization, on your ministry, on your family, on your health, right. you're getting out of the norm and you're doing something in the future. Right. And so we have to be really intentional about um, allocating time for tomorrow. For both. For because both in and on. Because we've known people, though, who've only worked on and not worked in. Oh, that's true. And so you have to have the right balance between the two. Yeah, you can't just be a visionary who's never actually doing nothing. Right. About to be doing something. I know a lot of pastors who about to been doing something for 20 years. Right. <laughs> I'm glad you about to do that. What you doing today? What you doing in it. Right. And so there's a balance and seasons change. Yeah. Like there are some seasons that you're really busy in it. Yeah. And there's some seasons you're really busy on it. Right. Um, and then like, like for us. Right now, we're in a series that I've been really excited about for a while. And so I already have been, so I've been working on the series I'm in today. Right. But six months ago, I was working on it. Right. And so my load is lighter because I worked on it back there. Absolutely. And then just this week, even though it's been really hectic, we talked about what we're preaching and teaching in next year. Right. So we had to pause all of the emergencies. Yep. We had to pause all of today's problems so that we can plan for tomorrow. Right. Because if we're not planning for tomorrow, we can't be creative. We can't do new things. Yeah, you do everything at the last minute. Yeah. And you're running with your, like a chicken with your head cut off, just going from problem to problem. Sometimes the problems that you're dealing with today can be dealt with uh, more easily and efficiently if you'll deal with it what really it should be happening in yeah. six months. Some of the staff issues that we've encountered, we had to, we spent so much time working in it and, and just dealing with some stuff. But then when we said, hey, let's actually get a plan. What, what are we actually looking for? What is our hiring structure gonna be like? What is our uh, long-term goal plan for them gonna be like? That helped us that then we didn't have to work in it as hard yeah. because we had worked on it for a little while. Yeah. And so I think it can get overwhelming sometimes. Yeah. The in it can get overwhelming and the on it can get overwhelming. Yeah. But we have to find the right balance. Yeah. And so identifying like where you are yeah. and like the season that your organization is can help you understand that balance. And, and the season. It's, and it's season you are. Like it's right. different for everybody. Like for me, right. in my age and where Living Church is at size, our staff size, I spend a lot of my time working on it. Yeah. I'm looking forward. Right. I'm trying to live 50-50. I'm yeah. trying to live 50% of my energy in the future and 50% of my energy in the now. And guess what? In 10 years, maybe 80% of my energy is in the future right. and only 20% of my energy is in the now. Right. But when I, was, when I was an executive pastor, not the lead pastor, I spent 70% of my day in it, 70% yeah. of what I was doing in the day-to-day -day and only 30% in the future. Yeah, it depends on where you are uh, in your personal vocation, where you are in the season of the organization that you're working for, and then also the season of the year. Yeah. There are certain seasons of the year that you and I take intentional time to work in things, and then certain seasons of the year we take intentional time to work on. Yeah. When it's Christmas, we're in. Like there's no foresight yeah. of what's coming and yeah. yet there there it's there, but it's only because we've been planning yeah, for it. Yeah, the, the month before Easter. No. We're in we're full in Easter it. mode. I am not dreaming and planning no. about what we're gonna do in six months. Right. Right. I'm like it's hand to mouth. Right. But there are certain seasons where we know, hey, this we're intentionally scheduling and planning the month of September. We took intentionally to work on some things. Yeah. Now right now in October, we're doing in and on because of what we 
kind of got going in September that we were working on so hard that now uh, it it gave us we had we had the breadth of space to work on it then and now we're able to balance it well I think in this season there might be another one what is that it? I don't know what it'll be called uh, that we need to talk about I think that some people they live not just working in it but like they're not working proactive they're working reactive oh right so like I just said that sometimes I live in the presence but sometimes I live in the future well sometimes leaders get stuck living in the past mm -hmm. like like when we get way far behind, we're not even able to work on stuff today. We're just running around managing problems from yesterday. Yeah, that's not like the tug of more. That's like the tug of the chore of the fact that you didn't do what you should have done. Yeah. I mean, really, it's sometimes yeah. you got to clean up a mess because you didn't yeah. work on it long enough, probably. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's true. So uh, for us, what we do is we build a giant to-do list yeah. almost every Monday. Yeah. We build a big to-do list of things that have to happen, and it's a running Google Doc. Today, we that, realized it was 10 pages long. <laughs> well, that's because we need to I delete. Know. But like, when we get something done, we'll highlight it red, and that means that it's yeah. done. Or, or if it's still functioning, it's in yellow. Yeah. Uh, yes. And so we we keep this running list, and then from that, we know, here's all the stuff that we have to do. Right. Then we divide it into, okay, what's in, what's on? Right. Like, what, and then which of these must be done? Right. Because sometimes somebody else needs to do it right say, or well, sometimes it's right. a waste of time yeah. or sometimes it's as simple as one text message and right. you just you just yeah. get a handle yeah but i think some of what we re realized for a long time is we would be saying things like oh there's so much oh the list is so long oh yeah. so heavy. but we weren't actually putting the list down yeah like we weren't like typing it out on a piece of paper and we just were running in this cycle of uh working in it working in it working in it but not really ever actually put going hey let's look at it and so years ago we started putting it all down and, and, and mapping it out. And I think that made it more manageable. And then it helped us with the balance yeah. of going, okay, this day we can work on this, this day we can work on that. You can go work here in, I can go work here in, you can go work on while I work in, vice versa, all the things. You know, something that, uh, that we do a bunch, after we build the list of all the things we have to do from we're behind, it's today, we gotta have it tomorrow, right. is we then assign times. And so if you know there's stuff that you need to work on, yeah. you need to, change your staff structure you need to yep. rebuild a website you need to come up with a promotion plan whatever is like future you have to do the only way you're going to get there is to calendar put in your calendar time to do it right so remember before we even bought land mm -hmm. we now own big piece of property in our city we before we even bought land we had time that we said we're just going to drive around yes like literally on the calendar, we're gonna, for an hour after this lunch meeting or something, we're gonna go drive at this property, this property, this property, we're just gonna go look at them. Yeah. And like, it felt kind of foolish. Right, I was gonna say, sometimes working on feels like a waste of time, but we've learned that yeah. uh, the only way to actually get to more is to give time, whether it feels wasted or not, to the big picture, to the vision. Yeah. I think some people um, are really great at working in, as you mentioned, that restaurant. I'm like, this is a successful restaurant. They're a franchise, they're a chain, like, and they've been going all across the North Texas area, but that location or that, that leader i'm not sure might struggle with that vision big piece yeah. and you and i are those kind of people that's how yeah. we think yeah so somebody listening may not really be they may be like i don't really know how to work on so as we're explaining it 
we have to also kind of help explain it. Yeah. Because you might be somebody that's like, I, I don't, I don't know what I need for well, the future. So to to work on, just is it's that it's that tug of more. Yeah. It's that like next right step. Next right well, step. Maybe so next twelve here, right steps. Yeah. Here's here's where I am. And where do I want to go? Right. Um, and so there's a couple different destinations. There's the like, where do we want to be in the next quarter? Yep. Where do we want to be in a year? Where do we want to be in five, five years? Right. And so I think for us, five years is kind of like, I mean, I have like it drawn out in my life until right. I'm 70. Yeah. But like, but whether that goes that way or not, I don't know. But at least I know where I'm headed. Right. And so if you're not building a, pl if you fail to plan, then you, if you, Pla then if you, you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe stop working in it. Yeah. Stop answering emails. Stop going to meetings. Yeah. Stop running around and stomping out fires and like go to a coffee house by yourself and ask yourself the question, okay, what do I want to accomplish in the next quarter or in yeah. the next year? And then build some steps to that. Right. Cause if you're, if you never have the vision and never have the steps, you're never gonna do it. No. And you're just gonna run around serving tacos and still have a smelly bathroom. Yes, and then people stop coming even though your tacos are great. Yeah. No, it's really good. I had a guy talk to me this week, it's super off topic. Okay. He listens to Tug of More. Okay. Loves it. He listens on uh, Spotify. Mm -hmm. And he said for the first time he checked us out on YouTube and he said he's really glad that he did because he realized a problem he had been having. He kept hearing this jingling sound. Oh man. And he didn't know what it was as he was listening to our podcast. I meant to take them off and today. And then when he watched us on YouTube, he saw that Whitney wears a tambourine on her wrist. <laughs> I don't So so if you're listening on Spotify, your car radio is not broken. It's not a microphone halfway unplugged. It's Whitney's tambourine it's, arm. Hey, they they mean stuff to me. They all have meanings and they're like important. They mean so stuff to me too. The uh, Santa's on my roof. <laughs> Ridiculous. Jingle, jingle. Here comes Chris Kringle. Okay, okay, rapper. He's up there. <laughs> but yeah, I, sorry, I meant to, and I will stop wearing them. But prob no, probably I won't. It was just extra jingly yes, today, so sorry, I thought that it's I would. Very jingly. I thought that would draw some attention to it. one of my other good it. bracelets broke, so I had to add a couple more to make it feel like. We saw a lady the other day who yeah, I said, see? Whitney, that lady beat your Hers bracelet was all game. the way down to like it was like this yeah dude she was looking bougie mcbouge well sometimes we have to work on our fashion sense and i have to go okay i'm evaluating i have too many but today i'm happy with it okay <laughs> what else no it's super good i think so for me i know a struggle i had in a season was uh in the role in the, which we have, stop! Now I'm so now I'm so insecure of my bracelets. Um, in the season or in the relationship that we have, I try to give you a lot of space to work on as much as you can. So I work in. However, mm. in the dynamic that we have, I work on with you a lot. Yeah. And there was a time in a season where I had to realize, okay, I've got to figure this out. I've got to delegate some of my working in because I'm doing too much. Uh, in it that is not allowing me to help on it so that when I do go to work on it, I'm just dropping the ball here right. in it. And so as you adjust and shift into new seasons, you have to not only evaluate, am I working in and on properly, but now what do my roles look like in those places? Do yeah. I have the right uh, infrastructure of people around me? Do I have the right uh, team around me helping me? If not, I better get somebody else on the team to help delegate some things too, yeah. because you can't let the day-to-day -day fall dreaming for the future. Correct.
Yeah, at the same time, we can't give up the future because of the day-to-day. We can't let the day-to-day fall apart because of. And so... Yeah, there's a balance. No, for the first several years of the church, I, I'm the only one who uh, w- was working in the, like, HR, overseeing, helping with the financial pieces, all these things. And in the last few years, we've had to bring in some heavy machinery to help yeah. because I couldn't do all of that and all of this at the same time. It was, it was well, no, too much. Well, no, there was no way for you to dream with me right and to even have time to hear what i've been thinking right that then we can disseminate information to the rest of the church and staff yeah if you're locked in an office doing tasks and so there's 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 the struggle of like tasks and uh and dreams yeah like no, because there's stuff tomorrow. you still have to do in it Dude, every the, every day I mean, all the hey, time. Every, Emails you got to respond to. Well, every week I have to create content to yeah, teach yeah. on a Sunday. But aside from that, even emails, no, no, I'm even saying, responses. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying there's so many pieces. Yeah. It's not just oh, I'm a pastor, so I work on the message and nothing else. If, no. if you're a pastor and you're doing that, you're doing it wrong. Well, uh, yeah. No, they are. They're missing, They're screwing it up. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. but, they're, but there are so many things, but you had to give space for all of that. Yep, and it was tough. It was it's hard. It's tough. I, uh, I love working hard. It's like a part of my makeup. And so, like, I like, I mean, physically, no, right, I like right. putting on work gloves. I like getting in the back of a trailer. I like pulling right. trucks or storage physical, units. Physical, manual physical. labor. And so, but like, but like, four years ago, you and Aaron and Rachel kind of had a little intervention yeah. with me, and then I had to talk to a couple mentors about it about how I had to stop doing those things yeah. as much, right? Because if I continued to always be the guy who went and picked up the stuff in the truck, right. I would not be able to, I would not have time right. to dream. Right. I would not have time to plan or strategize. Yep. And so it, it was hard, it was hard. It was hard to let go of the system that I had. Yeah. Especially as I stepped into a new level of leadership. Right. That's, so when I stepped into change, being the lead guy, right. I had to let some stuff go. Yeah. And it's hard to do. It is because you get comfortable doing what you've been doing. Yeah. And you never and know, you don't it. know how to do what you haven't done. Which is a whole nother no, topic. No, my, my whole truth. life, my whole life is, I don't know what the junk I'm doing. Right. And so when you're leaving the comfort of yesterday and trying to tug into more, man, it's super uncomfortable. Right. No, it's super Cause uncomfortable. Because like I can load a trailer and back it up like the best of them. You put me in a contest, I'll have a backwards trailer race with you and win. But you start talking about like 10 year vision planning. Right. What? Like, uh, I'm a CD student. Like, D's get degrees in the Baba House. And so, right. at least for me, not my kids. And yeah. so... Because <laughs> your kids are stepping into more. Man, it was hard. It was hard. Right. No, it's true. And so, if, you know, we say the phrase all the time, if you always do what you've always done, you always get what you've always got. But, like, if you're tugging into more, then you have to evaluate what you're doing in your organization and how you're uh, working on it and then you have to go okay i got to take a new step i got to take a new level of allowing myself to grow into more i got to be willing to let some stuff go you had to be willing to give some stuff to me to be fully over yeah overseeing and and running running staff leading things and then i in turn had to then release some things to know like it's not me being lazy it's not me making a cop out it's in fact me freeing up space to allow for more and so it's important go no, that's great. What? Let's talk about why people don't. 
Yeah. Well, the, so yeah, you said the first one already. What is comfortability? Okay. Doing the same thing because it's comfortable. You're confident in a trailer. I am not confident in a trailer. Right. If I stepped into a trailer, uh, you're gonna break your heel and your nail. It, all of it. And lose a bracelet. <laughs> Dang it. And <laughs> and so, uh, but there were areas I was confident in. I'm confident and comfortable in relational connection, coffee with people, one yeah. on ones. But. I, I couldn't always be the one to connect with every volunteer or right. every new leader that came along. I want to, yeah. but I can't because yeah. it doesn't allow me to then, yeah, be able to sit with you and help dream and plan and strategize and organize. But man, some of those rooms that we have stepped into in the last few years, they're super intimidating. Yes. Yesterday, we went to a meeting that yeah. might have been one of the most intimidating meetings no. we've ever been to. I, I went into a room yesterday and had to make a presentation in what I've now deemed the most intimidating room in all of human history. <laughs> probably not true. Probably people that were like getting burned at the burned at the stake. Yeah, that's probably it's probably a little more intimidating. But yeah, I walked in there and was like, dude, I'm scared to death. Right. I don't know what the junk junk's no, going on. Right. It was massively uncomfortable. But that discomfort is gonna allow us organizationally to step into more. Right. We'd never been there before, we'd never done it before, and we didn't really know what we were doing. Yeah. But our willingness to say, hey, for the sake of working on our organization, we're gonna jump into this and just try, what's the worst that could happen? And and we said in the parking lot before we went into this meeting, I said, why do I do this to myself? <laughs> this is my own fault. Yeah, I, we're only here because we have pushed into more. Yeah, okay, you hit on something that's really good. Okay. So first, discomfort. But I think sometimes we don't uh, start working on it yep. because we look at our lack. No, right. And like, so for you, when when you first came on full-time at Living yeah. Church, our staff was not what it is today. No, not at all. And so you found people in the church that could come and volunteer. Yeah. We didn't pay them. No. We didn't hire somebody mm -hmm. to come and take some of those burdens or in those fact, pressures. In fact, the first one we hired to help, we just hired for one day a week. One day a week. And we said, can you do this for basically full time for yeah. one day a week? <laughs> and so and and so I'm saying like, if there's there's people that are listening yeah. that are thinking, yeah, it must be easy for you to say. Right. You just hired somebody to do it. No, no, no. Uh -huh. you, you don't. You, we've got people right now that work at Living Church that don't work at Living Church. Right. And guess who the next person I'm going to hire is? Right. The, Somebody who's already doing it. Right. And so there's people and things that you can start to to give responsibilities to Absolutely. people. And so don't wait until you have the money. Because if you wait until you have the money, you ain't never going to be able to do it. And don't wait until you have the perfect solution. Yeah. There's been seasons... Um, and I'm even convicted right now because there's one role that we've been waiting for that I keep saying, yeah, but when we find the right one, we find the right one, we need to just pull the trigger and find the right and just stop making sure it's right. Just do it with who we have. But but there are moments where we wait for the perfect employee, the perfect leader, the perfect whatever. No, whoever's there and being faithful, just give them the opportunity to grow. Have yeah. I screwed up before? Yes. Yeah. And so, like, you said that really confidently. No, I'm saying to <laughs> I'm myself. No, I'm, I'm saying kidding. because we've done that. Right. We've, we've we've made emergency hires. Yeah. We've done all those things. But I'm saying, like, I have been given space to learn and grow and lead and fail. Mm -hmm. Why would I not give other people the same opportunity to learn and grow and fail? And yeah. so uh, we can't be like, oh, once they prove to me fully that they are capable, then I'll let some things go. Yeah. No, we just got to start handing some stuff off. You still have to, what is it, inspect what you expect or whatever yeah. but but give some stuff away and start letting other people have the opportunity to rise to the occasion yeah um 
so we 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 have a hard time yep. stopping working in to start working on because it's comfortable where we are. We feel like we don't have what we need. Yeah. Um, and then I think I think that sometimes we can't stop working in it and get to on it because in it has so many fires. Yeah. It's like there's so many problems. Man, every day. No, right. Every day there's problems. I could be in an office talking with someone crying every day. No, right. There's always there's always a problem. There's always emails to respond to. There's always text messages to answer. There's always phone calls to take. Um, and some of and like it stinks because because what happens is is you inevitably start letting people down. No, right. Like when I have to say no to in things so I can work on things. There's people that get frustrated. Oh, absolutely. I had a guy text me last night who I haven't seen in years. Long's text, how are you? Blah, blah, blah. how's your family? Yeah. We need to hang. And I'm I'm I haven't responded yet. It's now been like way too long. And it's not that I'm trying to be a punk. I'm like, bro, I'm literally burning the candle at both ends. Right. I do not have time to engage in a long, drawn out thing with you. Yeah. And so uh, nope. we, we have to be willing to no hurt some people's feelings That's exactly what or like is. to like let it not be good or to like that we might get a punch on the chin from well, someone we, we always say progress over perfection yeah like we we we're like afraid to like hey if i if i start doing this i'm not might not do it perfectly i might not be ready yet relationally to yeah. navigate this no inevitably we're gonna hurt someone's feelings or we're just gonna have to say no to some things um, to say yes to some more important things. Yeah. And that doesn't mean those people are not important. That's not what it means. It just means in that season and in that scenario, my time has to go in a certain place. Yeah. That's a really hard thing to navigate and balance. But if we don't do that, so I alluded to it earlier, there was a season where we were having to put out so many fires. Yeah. But once we pulled away, gave ourselves like some actual offsite work days. Um, now all I can hear is my bracelets. Uh, some offsite. Now work all days. the people on <laughs> online can hear is your I bracelets know. too. Apparently I'm so sorry <laughs> for the distraction. Um, I'm going to bring some duct tape to the next one and we'll just like wrap it all around perfect. there. That'll be fancy. Uh, that'll look really nice. Uh, as long as it's like silver. Um, anyway, we, we pulled away. We had an actual offsite work day where we built a system and a strategy to help us with some of the fires that we were dealing with in the day to day. Yep. Where going is really important. And so it felt like I don't have time to work on it because we're we're literally burning out a fire every minute. And yeah. we were emotionally taxing ourselves. We were all our time was invested in these small fires. But when we stepped away, we actually created more time for ourselves in it. Yeah. And on it because we made a plan. Yeah. So what you said is that we had to get out of our normal environment. Yes. To work on it. Oh, yeah. That's a super important Because piece. like someone always needs five minutes. Yes. There's always like an immediate thing. Yeah. Like today. Yeah. Well, I don't want to say the story because the guy might listen. But today some guys came by the church. Yeah. And it was like about to thief 20 minutes from me. Yeah. Yeah. There's always something. And so sometimes what we'll do is we'll schedule an off-site Absolutely. Literally not in living church building, not even in Mansfield sometimes. Right. And so we've called friends of ours that are pastors and said, hey, can we use your conference room for right. an afternoon? Right. And guess what they say every time? Sure. Yes. We'll go. There's a bunch of those little, what are they called? Like rental offices? Yeah. Like uh, shared spaces. Like, yeah. Workspaces. Safe place. We work, but not we work. 
That's, I don't know. I don't know. That might be. But you can go to offices outside of your context yeah. and go and schedule time. Go to coffee house, man. Right. No, we recently, we just went to a coffee house that was just not in our direct city area. It was yeah. a little bit outside because we knew we could get some work done, but we yeah. also wouldn't see people, except of course we did see a couple of people that we know, but we would be able to just get some junk done. But also it's the change of pace, the change of scenery that allows us to dream bigger than the right now fires that we're dealing with. Yeah. Sometimes when we're dealing with, we go to the classroom a lot that we have and we have the same whiteboard and we write on it all the time. And sometimes in those, those environments, I can't have the mental thought to dream bigger or to plan ahead more because I'm thinking about the last meeting I had in that room. Oh yeah. The last the trauma, <laughs> the trauma of this room. Yeah. Or the like, exactly. Yeah. Or like the last scenario that I had to deal with. And sometimes going to a fresh space gives us new vision to go, Oh yeah, here's how we could try. Here's yeah. a different way we could do it. But it's dedicating time to Absolutely. work on it. Like I know we were prepping for a big series we were going to do and we took Bailey and Easton and a couple people, and we went and had like this big creative yeah, brainstorm. Off-site. I already know Bales was talking to me about she's got people working on Easter stuff right. for months, right. like not even here. And they're working not just hand to mouth, not right. just, oh no, what's happening this Sunday? Yeah, you can't do that. Right. Because if you're only, you know, pastors, they joke about the Saturday night special. That means like when it's Saturday night at six o'clock, and you're like, oh no, what am I going to preach tomorrow? The people don't deserve that. No. Like they deserve us to lead better. Yeah. They deserve us because can I tell you what you can't do on Saturday night? Pray. Right. Can't you can't be creative (laughs) on Saturday night? You're just frantically trying. Just frantically stealing content. Right. And so, but if we can work to like get out of the hole. You yeah, know, yeah. and then get caught up a little bit and then start to get, that's all we're talking about is to get ahead. Right. If we can start to get ahead, uh, man, I've got a good friend of mine who owns a gym. Mm-hmm. And so I'm talking to him all the time. Like, Hey, it's time for the next location. It's time for the next location. And what I'm doing is, is I'm thinking about working on it. Right. Where are you going to go? The rent. Who's going to lead it? Who's going to staff it? How are the steps? And it's because I see so much potential and it's like, let's not just work in it. Right. Let's work on it. Yeah, because you're not. We're not only talking about long-term goals as far as like maybe you have a business in sales where oh, what are my next quarter sales goals? But instead, what are my strategies to grow the department that I'm running, or what's my yeah. strategy to grow in this area and step into more? What's my? You mentioned before as a as a parent, as family, like what is our next right step as a family? That, yeah. yeah. Today we're going to soccer practice, and tomorrow we're going to volleyball. No, let's talk but, about but, that. Okay, let's talk about it. Like, like, okay. <laughs> For your family, yeah, you have to feed the kids dinner tonight. Every night, every day, you have Got to it. feed them. Three you got to feed them dinner. So there needs to be clean underwear in the drawer. Right. Okay, that's in it. Yes, but on it, yeah, is like, are we going to take a vacation? Right. In eight months. Right. On it is. What are the values of our family, and right. and what do we believe, and who are we? What's our mantra? How What's, do we how do we like the something Rachel and I talk about is like how do we like the culture of our home? Right. What does it feel like, like right now? Are our kids obeying us? Yeah. Is the TV on too much? Right. Is there too much iPad time? Exactly. Are brother and sister yelling more than we want them to? Right. Those are working on conversations, and the only time that can happen is at a restaurant. Right outside of the regular. Outside of. It doesn't of, happen in the middle of disciplining Titus for some. Well, and it doesn't happen while you're doing dishes. No, And right. while you're mowing the lawn. It doesn't happen while you're cleaning the garage. Right. It can't, man. No. It can't. Um, 
And so it's 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 setting aside time to work on it. And really, my my most my goal of this podcast, this episode, is just to teach people the concept that there is a different way to think about it. Yeah. That it's not just in, but it's on. Right. There's both. That you have to have a balance of both in order to step into more, no matter where you are and what you're doing. If you want to financially get somewhere, you got to do it. If you want to change, yes, what you said is so good. The culture of where you are, the culture of your work and in your business. I think that if we can be aware of that, then we can recognize when we feel like we're drowning a little bit. There's been times where we felt like we're drowning either yeah. in it and we're like, oh, it's because we haven't taken the time to work on it. Yeah. Or we can feel like we're drowning when we start working on it. And it's like, oh man, it's probably because we haven't done enough in it to really yeah. evaluate this the better way that we should. Little, bi little Bible. Yeah, always Bible. So the Bible says that two can accomplish more than one. Yeah. So the Bible says that two people yeah. have exponential. Exponential, uh, not double. Impact. Exponential, right. That one oxen can pull a thousand pounds but that two oxen can pull 3,000. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. Right. But it's because they have exponential increase. Yeah. What you've allowed me to do as a leader is that there's days you pull me from working on back to in. Right. Or you pull me from working on. In. To on. on yeah. And me the same thing. Yeah. That, and so nope. sometimes nope. It, it, takes, <laughs> it takes more than just you right. having a vision. Because there'll be times we'll be in a meeting and when you'll get a text message or something, I'll be like, wait, wait, wait. hold on. Literally, yeah. I, I cannot, my brain cannot. We cannot do that right now. Let's not shift gears. Yeah. We have to stay on it. Right. Because there's days where we go like this, in, on, in, on, all yeah. day long. Right. Also but there's sometimes, people, but there's sometimes that I'm so on it. Yeah. I'm so thinking in the future that, I'm like, that there's a fire that Winnie's like, no, come. I need you right, right now to listen in, to this. In yeah. this. Yeah. No, it's really good. But but we have to have eyes around us that can help well, us. Well, that's that big word that we say a lot uh, of humility, that the only way to be able to work on it and in it at the same time is to not be prideful. Yeah. Because working on it, we're saying, hmm, I'm not yet where I wanna be. Yes. Because we're not. Yeah. The tension and the tug of more is that we are somewhere, we know we wanna get there. And the temptation as leaders is to be prideful enough to say, yeah. we got this, yeah. I got this, I, I, we're doing a good job, we're running, we are doing a good job, we're running yeah. in a great direction, but I'm gonna be humble enough to go, oh, I need to pay attention and I need to shift some stuff, or in the day-to-day, -day, hey, we need to be humble and really look at all this and, and deal with this today, and then to allow other people into the space to say, hey, help me, help me tug into more, yeah. help me see where I'm missing. What, what could I, there's times both you and I in our roles have said to the other, hey, tell me, what, what am I missing? Where am I not? I feel like I'm flailing and failing. What could I do better? Or what am I missing today? I think those are really important. Yeah. Yeah. What? No, it's great. Yeah. I, uh, I don't want to cut off a thought because no, it was all really good. No, it's fine. I, uh, I think that you and I collectively spend at least half of a work day every week working on it half of a work day every week yes like m there's probably more yes but like at a minimum at a minimum i think that you and i collectively like you and i work a lot on mondays together uh -huh. and so normally on monday half of that entire day minimum is us talking about future items absolutely yeah and so like that's a pretty big like it's a giant that's a giant portion and so um but whatever again, I, whatever you're leading right 
how much time are you giving it? But I think it could be easy to look and go, well, yeah, y'all are the ones running the organization, so you should. No. no, 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 no. Even if we were running a department, you and I have worked together a long time. Yeah. And so years ago, we weren't running the entire organization. We were running, you were running a department and I was just helping you. Yeah. Um, and in that season, we were still doing day to day what needed to get done, but future of what right. needed to be. So it doesn't really matter. You don't have to be the boss, 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 boss leader. No, man, Parker, and, Parker, our youth pastor, yes. uh, has to be working on winter retreat. Right. It is currently October. Right. And so they do winter retreat in January. January, yeah. And so he has to spend some time working on the future. Yeah. Right? There's an event they're prepping them to do, or they're yeah. prepping to do uh, on October 29th or 28th Something. or whatever. And like they have a big plan and wanted to get all these pumpkins and all these things, and it all fell apart, and they're currently now searching for pumpkins. But do you know why I'm not frustrated? Because I know they had already had a plan. Right. I know they had worked on it. Right. They had. Now it fell apart and they're working in it. Right. But I know they were working on it. Well, and the reason why right now it's not all the way falling apart is because they worked on it. So they have some of what they planned, but the other half fell apart. Right. So if you will work on and then when the fires happen in, it's only half as bad yeah. as it would have been if you weren't working on it ahead of time. 100%. Yeah. I do not only change my oil when my motor blows up. We have not had a car analogy in a while. Hey, on come on. I did, a, I did a football analogy this last Sunday. Hey, and uh, number one, you didn't even call Aaron and ask any questions. So yeah. we were all three on the front row like, I did. Who? I did have to Google what state are the Vikings from? <laughs> one point you said, what did you say? You said Jukin? something about a juking da -da -da, and Rachel went, what is juking? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a sports analogy guy. Hey, you but, did a great job. But I'm saying you came across fully confident. Came across like I'm a sports guy. Yeah. So now all the people come and try to talk about right. sports, and, and I'll be like, like uh... I don't know what I'm talking about. Okay, I don't only change the oil in my truck when my motor blows up. Right. But some people only change things in their organization when it blows up. How Guys, much does it cost to do that in your car versus? Oh, a new motor for, for my diesel truck. Eight grand. Right. Ten grand. Twelve grand. But I can go get oil change for 130 bucks. The diesels are expensive. No, and so but... and so I'm like, if we could just spend some time to right. stop driving, work on it, do some preventative maintenance. Correct. We just you can't just keep filling it with gas and keep driving down the road. Right. Every once in a while it's air filter time. Right. It's oil change. It's transmission. You gotta service the diff. Like it's expensive. It's expensive I don't to, know what a to diff keep. Is. <laughs> uh, sorry, it's expensive to keep the vehicle going. Right. It costs more than just gas. Right. No. But so many times, so all people do is put gas in it, and it just. But I'm good at putting gas in the car. I'm good. At, I'm good at working. I'm, me too. I can but, type a lot of emails. But if I wouldn't start changing the oil. Right. And I wouldn't do the preventative maintenance. Yeah. I would not get as far. What are we talking about? the tug of more, right. getting into more. I want my truck to drive 300,000 miles. Yeah. Not, not just 60. No, it's really good. Because as you're saying that, I can hear people that I've worked with in the past, um, but I'm not good at that. I'm not comfortable with that. Well, then you're not actually wanting to get into more because <laughs> you've got to be willing to put yourself in uncomfortable and difficult and expensive situations, knowing that that cost is very minimal compared to the cost of, just continuing to do what you've always done. Right, because when we 
uh, take time to plan the future. Yeah. You said it earlier that afterwards we we say, do we accomplish anything today? Right. All the and time like, we feel that it way. It doesn't feel feel like it right because you didn't all the way like check something off the list right it goes but, from it goes on our list from written out to yellow which means still being worked on it, not fully read already accomplished and many times it has a bunch of new bullet points under oh, it of new tasks too. that we have to do right because it's now just opened up more but work that, but that's the only way that we can make progress right we have to call the plumber get the toilet taken off yeah reseal the toilet put it back on or our taco restaurant will smell like Hey, Poop. if it happens a third time, I'm going to talk to somebody for real. That's ridiculous. Okay. Clean it up, y'all. Guys, I <laughs> hope this was beneficial to y'all. <laughs> Anything else? No, it's super good. We've been working a ton on and in uh, what we're doing and also in this podcast to hopefully yeah. help people on their journey and more. And so help us by letting us know if this is good for you. Subscribe, like, comment, share all the things. But but don't be afraid to ask us questions like us to up. let us know what's helping you and what's uh, what you wish you knew more of and questions that you have. We've had a couple people talk to us about doing a live event. I don't all the way know what that means because I am not young and hip as some. But we're talking about doing a live event soon, which would be super fun yeah. where y'all can all come and be a part of a recording. And then maybe we'll ask live questions. I have no idea. Whoa. So hit us up. Yes. Tell us if you think that's a good idea. Uh, ask any questions you've got. Love you guys. Believe in y'all. See ya.